You're on time to talk sports with raw mind. Game day, who plays with updates of all kinds? From press box to sideline, who got cut, who got signed? Who's clutch when it's crunch time? The starting lineup or the pine? These athletes compete, some without even trying. You want a championship, you gotta grind. When them bright lights shine, and this game go nine. They gon' cover the story, not quite like Ryan. Exclusive interviews, dudes plug like Mike Line. He's got the inside scoop of why, who got fine? Prime, time, got the game statistics. I could say, if you wasn't at the game, you missed it. But now, raw mind sports covers the distance. Front row, that's close, like a coach's assistant. You wanna be in the know? Eyes open and listen. This is raw mind sports, another edition. Raw Thoughts is here. Raw Thoughts is here. Welcome to Raw Mind Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Jones. And like I told you before and, and on some of my social media pages that uh, I'm going to be doing what I call Raw Thoughts. And yeah, I know, I know, right? It sounds similar, right? Like we're always hearing Ryan say Raw Thoughts or Ryan Primetime Jones, whichever one you want to call me. You always hear me say Raw Thoughts, Raw Thoughts. But no, these shows are really going to be sincerely my Raw Thoughts where I discuss Whatever I feel my raw thoughts are about. And it's definitely in the sports world. And then don't don't get it twisted. You'll see people up here. You'll see people out here getting interviewed. You may have sports fans. You may also hear my raw thoughts. And I might turn it over to an interview. You know, so I got a lot on my mind right now. Not Well, I'm not going to say a lot, but I have raw thoughts. On my mind, and while I made it, shout out to Essential Collections, Essential Collections by my girl Monica Rich, man. Handmade products that I definitely use every single day. And I tell you, it's brought so much life to me. You know, seeing somebody that I know from the hometown, Tarver, North Carolina, by the way, where I'm from, and seeing people, uh, you know, create their own way of doing things. And her creating a product like that is like super amazing, super dope. Handmade products for males, females, men or women, if you want to say. Um, kids of all ages. She has bath products, um, smell good products, even gift baskets for every holiday. You know, Thanksgiving is coming coming up. You might want to smell good for Thanksgiving in front of your people. You know, you, you might need that. You might need that because um, Thanksgiving it's going to be around a lot of food. And before you eat, they always want to make sure everybody. That's the one holiday I think everybody's consistently going to be around their family. And Christmas coming up. Birthdays. She even do group gift baskets. Even for churches. She does a lot, man. Use her website, www.essentialscollections.square.site. Use the promo code RAWMIND. That's right. Use the promo code RAWMIND. And you'll get a 15% discount. By using my promo, not nobody else's, Mr. Raw Thoughts himself, Ryan Jones. And by the way, you just heard me a few minutes ago talk about, um, I'm from Tarver, North Carolina. Yes, I am from Tarver, North Carolina. And for all my viewers that listen to me globally, that's where I'm from, Tarver, North Carolina. I'm doing a Tarver football documentary. Yeah, I had to plug this 
that in. Of course, it's my show. Why would I not plug that in? Um, I'm plugging that in right now. Um, Tarbor has, it's a small town, but it has a lot of history to it. But definitely football has been very, very successful at the small level. Yes, 1A, but it's just amazing how this team keeps winning, winning, winning in multiple generations. And it comes from generational growth from years back to the 50s that families have their children, you know, still playing that Tarbor football, good physical man-to-man gridiron football that they play, man. And it's it's winnable football. It's been proven to be a successful way of creating multiple championships. So, yeah, I'm from there. And, by the way, you know, shout out to High School OT. You know, I work for High School OT as well. And um, I had a great game last night, Northern Nash and Rocky Mount, which in Tarboro, Northern Nash and Rocky Mount are pretty much nowhere. They're like the other – the other town across like the next town over is what they say. And that's a real, real serious rivalry, football and basketball. I don't know how baseball and volleyball is because I haven't been to those, but I do know about the football rivalry and the basketball rivalry. People show out. All the stars come out, even the old stars, alumni come out. And last night it was a packed game, even though weather had it rained a little bit, people were still out there. And believe me, those people always, it's like, it's really the definition of like Tarboro. And what Tarboro says, although I'm going to say the school name, Southwest Edgecombe is their rivalry. But when you hear Tarboro folks or the Tarboro team or the Tarboro coaches or the people like that, they say team across the county. They don't say that. They say team across the county. That's right. They say team across the county. That's their rival. And it's a lot of, I know because I've been a part of that rival myself. So I know how serious that rival is. But it's Northern Nash and Rocky Mount rivalry you know, is is on that same level. Same kids go to the same gyms, go to the same recreation facilities, play recreation ball together, probably play AU ball together if it's basketball or football or play some type of travel ball together. Guys go to separate schools. So like they kind of know each other. So it gets it gets real deep, people. It gets real deep. Like hearing these rival matchups and, and seeing them. So anyway, make a long story short. Raw thoughts. Northern Nash has been very, very good this season. They've been throwing the ball a lot. Rocky Mount got thumped. First game of the season, thumped. That's right. I said thumped by Tarboro. But honestly, watching Coach Battle, man, rev this this team up, watching him get these guys prepared week after week after week, this team has really proven to be a lot better than the thumping that they had against Tarboro. And I know when people say, when Tarboro beat you, like some people say, you know, Tarboro is known to do this. And then some people say, well, Rocky Mountain still should be the Beatle. That game, first game of the season, I don't know if that game, both teams are still playing well because Tarbury ended up losing to Hereford County in a shootout by one or two points, I want to say. And Rocky Mountain ended up going on a winning streak. You know, although they lost a bun, for me personally, I don't count bun as like a loss loss. I think they just probably made a few minimal mistakes. And blew that game. But Bun, I don't really think if they play Bun today, I don't think Bun is better than Rocky Mount. I will say that. I will say I don't think Bun is better than Rocky Mount. I'm pretty sure a lot of Rocky Mount folks don't think Tarb is still better than Rocky Mount. But that's okay. It is what it is. That's a raw thoughts, and, and that's what they can they can say or do. Um, but for me watching the game last night, Rocky Mount senior night at home, um, looking at this team, Looking at this team, like, prepare themselves in a good way. Like, the first half was just all Rocky Mount. All Rocky Mount. I said, oh, my God. Rocky Mount may pull off the upset. They up 14-3 to three at halftime. They held, that's right, they held Northern Nash, a 
high power scoring offense to three points and a half. And then right after that, people, right after the half, I don't know what happened. I, I don't know what happened. I just felt like adjustments were made or the Rocky Mountain High went down and the Northern Nash Knights said, okay, it's time to play football because the score, the ending score was 27 to 17, which means that <laughs> Northern Nash scored 24 points in the second half. 24 points. They scored 24 points in the second half. Like, it was total Northern Nash. Rocky Mount only scored three points the second half. So, the second half was 24 to three. Northern Nash just went on a clinic. It just seemed like they just went into that bag is what people say. They got, they went into tunnel vision, got focused, and they kind of showed how really, really good they are. Both of these teams are 3A. In the 3A conference, and there's some tough teams in 3A conference, like 71st and Havelock and teams like that. I'm, I'm ready to see what these teams are doing in the playoffs, and the playoffs are starting next, next week. So we'll see how that goes. But man, it was a very good game. Misty rain. No matter what the fans came out, it was it was everything that we thought. Most people thought that Rocky Mountain was gonna get dominated, blown out. Rocky Mountain, Coach Battle had those guys prepared. Just a few mental mistakes that happened on the field. I don't even call that a coaching mistake. I call that just mental mistakes that happened on the field. And that happens. And you know when you're playing against a good team, if you make mental mistakes in crucial moments against a good team, you know just about you got to play a perfect game against a really good team. And that's the logic of it. You got to play almost a perfect game against a good team. Because if a good team is really good, even though they can overcome their mistakes. And that's what Northern Nash did. They overcame their mistakes, their fumbles in the first half. Because they had a lot of fumbles in the first half. And they overcame them to pull out a strong victory. So, shout out to the local high schools, man. Northern Nash, Tarboro, Rocky Mount. Regardless of Rocky Mount losing, you know, Tarboro dominated that game against Washington County. Northern Nash and this Rocky Mount game was good. I, I'm, I'm really liking what Rocky Mount is going to do in the future. And the young teams on JV. Yeah, my son plays over there. And on JV, although I'm Tarber bound, Tarber home, Tarber comes first. And my son knows all his family's from Tarboro, you know. So on his daddy's side, you know, raw thoughts. But uh, he knows we bleed purple and gold. But uh, either way, man, I, I like what Battle is doing. And Battle, keep doing what you're doing, man. Keep it up. Now I'm going to go to, by the way, my next song um, sponsor is sponsored by PHP Eastern. North Carolina. Call Phil Lampron at 919-738-1507 or visit his website phpeasternnc at gmail.com phpeasternnc at gmail.com Again, phpeasternnc at gmail.com Man, Philip can free consultations, man. Who gives free consultations like that? A lot of people don't. He's going to give you a free consultation on your life insurance policy. If you need help with your retirement, if you need help with stocks, free consultation before he gets into diving into the root of all the problems that you probably have or what you need a resolution on. Like Philip doesn't necessarily just have to meet you face to face. He has clients all across the country, Las Vegas, California. He could go through a Zoom, get on the Internet and kind of talk to you and fill you in or wherever you need to be. But he'll do whatever you need. If you need him to travel, he'll travel. If you need him to sit in the office, he'll sit in the office. But either way, use the promo code RAWMIND. Use the promo code RAWMIND, and you'll have a special surprise. His discounts varies, but if you use my promo code, you'll probably see or get something in it because every client is kind of different. So that's what I'm saying, raw thoughts. Now I'm going to go to 
the topics that I want to talk about. And right now, the raw thoughts is about Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Raw thoughts, people. Raw thoughts. You about to get it right now. Oh, y'all about to get it right now. Oh, y'all about to get it right now. Raw thoughts on Tom Brady. Who would talk about Tom Brady? Ryan Jones, senior, a.k.a. primetime. You know, Deion Sanders is primetime. But they call me primetime, my local neighborhoods, in my local towns. No, I ain't the biggest primetime, but primetime told me a while back in June when he was at speaking at an engagement. Be better than him. And I'm, I'm working to be my best version of myself right now. My best version of myself. And raw thoughts, and that's what it's going to take. Sometimes it's going to take some blood, sweat, tears, all that stuff. So with that being said, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, I don't like this version of you, man. I liked you when, and I'm just being raw thoughts. You should have never came back. After you won that Super Bowl with Tampa Bay, you should have just stayed home, did what you had to do, you know, called it a life. I know football is your life. I know you've been around for, for so many years, so many years, so many years. And I know it's kind of hard to transition into just dad life without football from August to possibly February if you make the Super Bowl. And you're used to having that day-to-day preparation, you know, playing football all the time. But, man, Tom Brady, man, I mean, I'm just being real. And this is not even just Ryan talking. You may – you – it's not even about you being my favorite quarterback or whoever my favorite quarterback is. That's right. I said whoever. I'll tell you another day who my favorite quarterback is. But what I'm saying is, is that, Tom, for the fans of football, for the NFL, I'm going to say for a lot of people, we don't like seeing you like this. There's a lot of people that might have that hate. And say we're glad you're failing, you're failing. But people, he's failing at an age where you rarely see a quarterback still be playing the game of football. At 45, yeah, I know the rules change. Yeah, I know rules and things like that, you know, happen. And, and they make things, make it more easier for him to play at a longer age. But man, you was on top. You should have just left. It's getting worse and worse and worse each and every time you play. Even if it isn't your fault, you're playing with a team that's beat up, bruised, and I know all about injuries because me being a diehard 49er fan, 49er fan, I know all about those injuries because we take them a lot. So that's for later. You're getting beat up week in, week out, week in, week out. For the football fans, the true football fans who are not biased, this is not good for football, Tom. And I know you're going through some situations with divorce and Giselle probably saying, hey, look, you should stay home after you won that. I don't want you to keep playing. You probably want to keep playing. And that's brought a friction to now you guys have divorce. You officially made your divorce. Kids, whichever way they're going, I don't know how that situation is. That's your personal business. I'm just going to talk about you on the football perspective. And the reason why I'm talking about that little part is because that is probably mentally affecting your play on the football field. Tom. It's time to hang it up, man. Ain't no need to try to chase another championship. You're going out like Jordan went back to the Wizards. You was doing phenomenal. You should just stay where you're at. Let people just see that vision on earth of you just being great and dominant and just leave then. But you guys who are so great, you and Michael Jordan, like to try to come back and, and keep going for more. It seems like you get a little greedy. It ain't nothing else for you to do, Tom Brady. You done won seven championships. Who going to? Break that record unless, and if they do, I probably won't be around when it happens. But who's going to break that record, Tom Brady? Ain't no quarterback individual got seven Super Bowl rings. Yeah, I know you done went to more than seven Super Bowls and it lost a few. But nobody's going to break it. What else more do you have to play for, Tom? 
Tom Brady, you have won more than any Super Bowl QB has ever won. Why are you putting your body, your family through that? All this trickles, and I think the trickulation of this is that you trying to still play football when you're already on top. I mean, all you're grabbing for is air now. All you're grabbing for is air. When you won the Super Bowl, I think the thing that hurt you mentally was when you won the Super Bowl, you came back, thought you could win it again. Now you lost. Now you're still trying to chase that one more Super Bowl. I don't know, man. You still should ready to come out of the NFC South. But right now, Atlanta has a chance to come in first. Ain't it ironic? The Panthers, who just about got rid of everybody, they trying to get rid of everybody, their mama's the house. They trying to renovate their entire house. Has a chance to win the NFC North right now. Simply because you still trying to play. And you're still trying to prove a point that just because you're in that division, you still have hope. Unless everybody gets healthy, unless everything changes, and a lot of these injuries that's been going on with your team, Tom, you should have left when you was on top. It's affecting everything, not just your football play, but probably your personality. We can see it through your interviews. You was on top. You should have went to the beach, chilled on the beach for the rest of your life or whatever you're going to do, have fun, watch. maybe. And then, not only that, you're still playing, and you already got a <clears throat> broadcasting contract waiting for you, and a huge one at that, basically telling you, hey, when you quit playing football, we're going to give you a job, making a lot of money, doing what you do. So you're not going to be away from the game. The game is still going to be there. It's just going to be in a different room. You're just not on the field, but you'll be around the game as much as possible during that time of the season, which gives you leeway to still be around the game during your favorite time of the year, and it still keeps everything kind of balanced. At least being a broadcast, instead of going through the day-to-day operations of practice and physicality of the football game, you'll be fine. So you have something to wait. So my point is right now, Tom Brady, this is not a good look for all football fans. And I'm telling all football fans right now, this is not a good look seeing Tom Brady like this right now. Regardless if you like him, hate him, whatever, this ain't good. I don't care if you say this good, it's karma. All, I don't, I don't want to hear that. Raw thoughts, this is not good for the eyes of football teams, for football fans and junkies. Seeing a guy like this, like greatness, this is like seeing Michael Jordan at his worst for all the Jordan fans. You don't want to see Jordan with the Wizards. You didn't want to see that. You thought about him with the Bulls, not with this team, with the Wizards. And now you're seeing him as an owner. You probably don't even want to see that with him and Charlotte. Because they ain't brought that back. You thought maybe he'll be an owner. He could produce championships. That's why I say it's levels to everything in the sports world. You could be a best, the best basketball player in the world. Still don't mean you know how to manage players and personnel. Don't mean you know how to manage a front office. Still doesn't mean that. But I'm here to tell you, man, Tom Brady, it's getting worse and worse. And it's not good for the eyes of football fans. After this year, it's time to hang it up, win or lose a draw. It's time to hang it up. Let it go. We still going to know you as the seven-time NFL Super Bowl winning champion. First ballot Hall of Famer. Can you please just do it and just retire, Raw Thoughts, and get this clutter out of our heads of seeing you destroy yourself on the field and off the field right now? Raw Thoughts, Tom Brady, this is not a good look. It's time to give it up. Your team, you don't even have enough. To, the team doesn't even have enough to put you in positions to win. And usually you have that. Tom, give it up. Let's let's get away from throwing down tablets. Let's get away from looking too mean. We know you're a competitor. We know you're a fighter. We know that. 
let's just get away from football on the field and let's time to take that brain and your talents to the broadcasting world where you're going to get paid either way. So you're still winning. Why chase air when you're already in place to just have a seat on your throne? Raw thoughts. By the way, Shout out to All Star Sports ACCS. Give them a call 252-231-0238 or visit the website www.allstarsportsaccs.com. Miss Jackie has everything, every team, NFL sports you can think of. No matter where you're at, she'll ship to you whatever you need. Your everyday needs for sports, man cave pieces, shot glasses, hoodies, toboggans, jerseys, t-shirts, coats. She has it. She has it. And if she don't have it, she can definitely get it. She can definitely get it for you. Give her a call. Or, or visit the website, allstarsportsaccs.com. Use the promo code RAWMIND. Use the promo code RAWMIND. And you'll get a 15% discount on purchases and a 30% discount on shipping. Now, I want to go to the Philadelphia Eagles right now. And raw thoughts here. I have no gripe with the Philadelphia Eagles. I got no beef. I mean, I'm they're, they're winning. They should be celebrating. I get it. And I'm happy for the Eagles. You know, they, they're playing good football. They're undefeated. I really don't have a gripe. Only time I have a gripe is when they play my boys. And that's just simple. They play the 49ers as a fan. That was me talking as a fan. Then, yeah, I'm going to have a gripe because I don't care about them beating the 49ers. Of course, why would I, why would I want them to beat my team? Do anybody want to see their team lose? No, they don't. But for me, the craziest thing about this schedule right here, Raw Thoughts, they're undefeated, pretty good on defense. 49ers was healthy, top defense in the league. It was proven by stats, stats and facts. Philadelphia's really, really good, too, on defense, too, as well. They've been playing very well, but, you know, you all, you know, they got Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. The, the organization didn't trust him at the beginning of the season to get it done, so they didn't give him a contract extension. They didn't give him the big check, as I should say. So right now, it's a lot going well for them. He he's he's been put in the corner, so he has to. You know how they say they're back in the corner. You got to fight out. He's in that mode right now, in the corner fighting out to get the check, get the big payday, because this year determines all that. And I'm telling you right now, they are looking really good. They're looking really good. So he may get paid big money. He may get paid big money. Now, if he don't, somebody get him. And we'll see. However this system is, what their coach is putting in for them right now, it's making, it's really, really catered to all Jalen Hurts' talents. And it's working really well. He has some great pieces with him. Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown. They have a few other pieces as well. Running back core, pretty solid. Um, It's another guy I couldn't think of at the moment, but. They they have some they have some really good talent. So I feel like they're they're really good for what they are. But this is the crazy thing. Then they added another piece, picking up a D tackle. Really good defensive tackle. So they're 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 edging it out. Like they're they're really edging it out. I want to make sure I got the right tackle. Um I wanna make sure I got the right name. Uh, I think it's Quinn. Robert Quinn went to um I want to say Robert Quinn went to the Philadelphia Eagles. And I want to make sure I say that correctly before I say that he went there. Let me see where he's at. Um, Hold on. Wait a minute. 
I think they said, now hold up, somebody ain't got something wrong here. And the reason why I said it because I want to make sure I got it correct. I want to make sure somebody saying something. Oh boy, well, he's with um the Eagles, unless I got it wrong. So somebody, you know, sometimes these um media outlets, man, they be giving fake news because I know I ain't seen that about no when the media outlet right in said part ways anyway, anyway, but uh. They're picking it up. But this is the crazy part about the Eagles. And this is raw thoughts. The Eagles have everything right there in their hands. And I ain't going to call them Dallas Cowboys like an accident waiting to happen. Could go undefeated. And then that's when the game slows down. And that's when reality going to hit. Playing as good as the Eagles are playing right now, they still might be a first-round exit. Well, they can't be a first-round exit because if they keep this record, they'll probably have the number one seed in the NFC, which means they'll get a bye. And you know it's only one bye for a team, the number one seed in the NFL. You know, they don't have – I don't think they have two seeds anymore, one or two seeds get a bye. It's just one team gets a bye, and the other team has to play. Right now, the Eagles – the Eagles will be the number one seed if they're going to the playoffs right now, and they'll – get the buy so you would have to beat them in the city of brotherly love and the crazy part about this all those fans loud stuff like that i still don't trust them in the playoffs and i'm going to say this i think it'll be the either the eagles will get to the super bowl or the 49ers and i'm not saying this as a bias fan i'm looking at it i'm looking at what um colin coward said the other day he said that the 49ers have everything going their way to get to the Super Bowl. Like, it's just tailor-made for the 49ers to get to the Super Bowl, but I'll talk about it in a minute. The Philadelphia Eagles, though, have everything, and I still don't trust them to get to the Super Bowl game. They're going to be undefeated. Their strength of schedule is absolutely terrible the rest of the season. I don't think they can. They might not lose a game, but it's not strong or strengthening from ASC or NFC. The NFC teams are playing – Nah, eh, may the AFC teams are playing. Not even playing. They're not even playing the best AFC teams. So it's pretty much a walking apart there. Um, I'm not trusting them. I like it. I like what they're doing. But Jalen Hurts hasn't had any experience in the playoffs. Playoffs are different. This ain't Patrick Mahomes. We're talking about we're talking about Jalen Hurts. I like Jalen Hurts a lot. I like what he's doing. I like his his management team of women. Like he's truly head in on. You know, doing a lot. He's a great guy. I know people love him. I'm not talking about him. I think he's personally a great guy. I'm not knocking nothing he's doing. But I'm just here to tell you, man, the Eagles got something there that I don't see yet that will happen and why they won't get to Super Bowl. And and if it is the reason I'm thinking, it's because the strength of schedule. They haven't played nobody. Even though the records will fool you, the Giants will fool you, Cowboys probably fool you, you know, but they still are not really good teams. Fort Niners should easily be 6-1. On 10, they probably should have lost to his Kansas City. And injuries and all these plays, things happen in regular season. But when it's time to play in the playoffs, things get a little different. So, with that being said, Philadelphia, I like what you're doing. I have no gripe against you. I just don't think you get to the Super Bowl. That's just it. Raw thoughts. Raw thoughts, I just don't think you get into the Super Bowl. My next topic, and I'm going to go to this first. 
that San Francisco 49 is my team. And this is my raw thoughts to my team. You know, you can send emails. I can send stuff to Jerry York and, and John Lynch. But I'm going to tell you now, San Francisco 49ers, I'm going to be your fan forever, win, lose, or draw. But this is just a raw thought for this year. You got to get it done. You got to get it done. And it's, 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 before I came on, you know, I was talking this past few weeks about the injuries, the injuries, the injuries. Everybody hurt. Everybody out for the season. Then Jaquise Tart comes out and says, the 49ers training camps are so intense that they wear you out before the season comes. Meaning it's a lot of physicality in training camps. I get it. Training camps supposed to be physical, you know, here and there. But he said it's overboard physical. Like, it's okay to tackle, make plays, but it's still like on days where you could get your rest and just walk through and get through the motion, that keeps players available. He said even playing with Philly during the training camps, it was intense as a conditioning intense, but it was never like a lot of physicality. That's why all their players are still healthy and, and players are still in play. The 49ers training camps are gruesome is what he called it. And if that is so, as a fan, as a fan that wants to see his team win the Super Bowl, can we please take it down a notch in training camp to keep these, to prevent these injuries from reoccurring? That's all I'm asking. Keep them from reoccurring. That's all I want is to keep these injuries from reoccurring. And that's what's wrong with the 49ers. Now, another thing, the 49ers have every weapon, had the best defense in the NFL, and this right here at the end of the day is sad to say it's probably the best thing for now, but it has to be something out there better. But I get it. The 49ers in so much middle and so many decisions to make. You put in Trey Lance, you run a design run, he gets hurt. Put in Jimmy G, which a lot of people think is win now mode. You need Jimmy G for win now mode. Because you have a team right now to win the Super Bowl. Don't test your, your your don't risk it all or test the outside of not knowing a player than to keep the player that you already know in. And the 49ers did that. I think the 49ers, Kyle Shanahan wants to go over the top. He felt like Trey Lance can build himself up as the season goes. And by the time he needs for the playoffs, he's going to be fine and be able to make certain plays, which I get it. But he got hurt. Now back with Jimmy G. And the thing is, you have every weapon you can think of. The backfield is always loaded with running backs. Running backs can run this system all day, no matter who it is. Now you added Christian McCaffrey. You got Jeff Wilson. Elijah Mitchell may be back, although they say Jeff Wilson might get traded. We'll see. You got a good wide receiver core. Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayu, Jawan Jennings, George Kittle as a tight end. And the offensive line, people say, is made yay or nay. I think the offensive line is really good. For what it is and for what they're doing. So my thing now is, Jimmy G, you got to get it done. And I ain't saying you got to do a lot, but you definitely got to do your part. I ain't saying everything is your fault, but you got to do your part. I ain't saying that you got to go cover nobody on defense, but you got to do your part. I ain't saying you got to block nobody, but you still got to do your part. And that's the reason why Shanahan them didn't mind moving off on you. Although they said it in a professional business profession way, they really were saying you just can't get it done. You could get us to the to the mountain, but we may fall off the cliff as soon as you take the next step. That's what they basically said. You could get us to the mountain, but if you take this next step, you might fall down the mountain because you can't get us over the hump. You can't get us over the hump. 
That's what they were saying. And Jimmy G, you got everything in your, you got every toy and everything. You you like a spoiled kid now. You got everything you need. You got to get it done, man. For one, you need to get it done for other people to see you. And it's amazing how I would say at first before I saw it, like, hey, uh, man, Jimmy G, this is a win now, team. We need to have Jimmy G in there. And then when you see things, you're saying to yourself, man, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No. Little things like progression-wise, like as a quarterback, you need to see all your progressions. Like Alex Smith used to do this even though he can't throw the ball down the field like that. Alex Smith would go one, two, three, four, five. He'll look at every person and then take it off. I know you're good, Jimmy G, at that quick slingshot. That quick slingshot, you're good at that. So you got to get the ball off quick, and you look at something, you look. It was the play that the third and three last week at the goal line. You was you had your eyes zoned in on Ray McLeod. And if even though Kansas City Chiefs, one thing I learned about looking at it, when you're running a all-out blitz or putting the jamming people on one side, screen pass, run. What stops a blitz? What stops a blitz? Excuse me. What stops a blitz? Is the rain game or a screen pass game? That'll keep those teams away from it. And we have some dynamic players that can be in the screen game. They can catch the ball on the screen game and take it the distance. And that's another thing. So when teams trying to blitz like that, it's okay to check it down and let get as many yards as possible. They'll get out there and blitz quickly. So when you when you blitz, they look there like you look like you was in panic mode. Like you was running. Like you was um, I guess the guy running. Like you look there like, uh-uh, I ain't got time for this. Y'all can have whatever. And Jeff Wilson was wide open in front of you. Jeff Wilson was wide open in front of you. And you threw it. You just threw it up in the air. Like, those are things that we just don't need. Like I said, when I say do your part, do your part. We ain't saying you got to go out there for 600, 700 yards. You have a great group of talent around you and a good defense. Just don't put us in situations where we got to go out there and expect you to throw the ball a million times. That's not going to work. And next year you're playing for a contract, this is probably why some teams didn't take the chance on you. And Jimmy G, I do trust right now. I still do trust you. But that don't mean I ain't got no feelings. That don't mean I ain't got no second judgment sometimes. That don't mean that I ain't going to say the things that don't need to be said. At the end of the day, you got to get it done right now. It ain't. It, we can't say nothing else. You got to get it done. You got to do your part. Again, your part. And let's play that position to keep us winning games. Not to put us in position to lose games. And playing against teams like Kansas City and them are very, very good. But we can't just say if we want to win the Super Bowl, if we win the, if we get to the Super Bowl, we'll probably have if healthy, we'll probably play Kansas City or the Bills. That's what I'm predicting. You can't just say, don't worry about it, I'm gonna beat these other teams because they're not as good as them. We're looking to win the Super Bowl, not just beat those teams and get to the Super Bowl. So at the end of the day, man, when these when this team gets healthy. And hopefully the, the organization will do something to keep this for not being so gruesome in training camps and and get healthy. We'll be fine. I think we'll come out of NFC. Inexperienced Jalen Hurts, Tom Brady and Demise as we speak. The Rams, we have no clue what they're going to do. I don't know. AFC, um, Green Bay, lost right now. The 49ers have every – they have the experience – out of everyone, and they have the players right now to get it done now. So, San Francisco, you are really in a walking path to get to the Super Bowl. Division not even great. So, 
if you don't, if you mess this up, Kyle Shanahan, it might be time to go. And I understand that your family and everybody's been around during the Super Bowl era. Mike Shanahan been around for all those Super Bowls of the past. But this ain't it. And let's be real, Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan. The only decent quarterback I think you had, and I think I don't think you like these. I don't think you like elite quarterbacks. I think if you had elite quarterback, raw thoughts, elite quarterbacks can read the offense, I mean, read the defense better, and can probably audible out your play that you called. That's right, your play that you called. I think you like average Joes. Every quarterback I've seen you have, you know, Matt, outside of Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan was elite. You got He got to Super Bowl because he was already a good quarterback. RG3, you got hurt. He was in Houston. They all, I don't even remember who the quarterback was, but it won't no good. You was in Cleveland. Don't even know who that was. You got to Atlanta. You finally did something. San Francisco, majority of the time you had average Joes, although you wanted Kirk Cousins. So, I mean, for you, like, it's I don't know if it's it because if you had a chance to get a league quarterback, you probably have to give up the form. I get it. But if it's going to win Super Bowls, that's cool. And at the end of the day, I don't know if you and an elite quarterback can get together because this is the real thing that people don't see. People are like, yes, it can. Yes, it can work. No. It's really about Kyle Shanahan being talked about. Even though he doesn't say it, he doesn't say he needs to be talked about. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't. But from the looks of it, from a visionary standpoint, Kyle Shanahan gets an elite quarterback. Raw thoughts. Guess what's going to happen? Elite quarterback, Kyle Shanahan offense. Elite quarterback, making the plays, making the touchdowns. People talking about the quarterback. The quarterback is making outstanding plays. The quarterback is making outstanding plays. The quarterback is making outstanding plays if he's an elite quarterback. Man, he did this, he did that. Nobody's talking about Kyle Shanahan offense when you got an elite quarterback. Just raw thoughts. They're not caring about what Kyle Shanahan called when you got an elite quarterback. They're talking about elite quarterback. But when you see an average guy like Jimmy G and guys like that, you're not really necessarily talking about Jimmy Garoppolo. We're mostly talking about him in a different light. We're talking about with average Joes. Then we're talking about Kyle Shanahan doubted up so good. Kyle Shanahan did this. Kyle Shanahan did that. Because these average Joes don't get that credit. We, we tend to push the credit on Kyle Shanahan with the average Joes compared to if he had Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. If Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers in his offense, they would not be talking about Kyle Shanahan. They'll be talking about how good Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes have been lighting up the scoreboard. And that's just raw thoughts. That's the difference between elite quarterback, average Joes, and play callers. Raw thoughts. Now, my final um topic right here, man. And shout out. Subscribe to Raw Mind Sports on every podcast platform. iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, YouTube. I have a YouTube page as well. Um, Let's talk about the Lakers. I made it short and quick. The Lakers, Jeannie Buss, I know you're being nice, which you are from what I see. You, you like to give chances and hopes and this and that. And Lakers are a team that people want to see doing good. Even if you're not a Lakers fan, you want to see the, the NBA is better when the Lakers are doing good. The NBA is better when you see the Lakers doing good, no matter who on the Lakers roster and who's playing well. The the NBA is good when the Lakers are doing good. Throw the whole roster away with the GM. Start with the GM. And at the end of the day, people never understand. Like, the GM, he made some plays. Jeannie, you finally took, I guess they say, when LeBron comes around, he controls. So you took the control out of his hands, which is cool. But at the end of the day, LeBron is the type of guy, even right now, at this matter, he brings in so much revenue, it's hard to get rid of him. And if he leaves, if he wants to be traded, he doesn't care about losing things because he's going to gain it all back and more. And he wants to play with his son. He already made that clear. And if he can't come to the Lakers, he ain't going to be in the L.A. uniform no more. So it's time to trade LeBron where he can contend, you know, finally 
keep getting a few more championships before it's time for his son to set. And when his sunset comes, that's what it is. So for me, I look at it like this, man. The whole team, AD stay hurt. The Westbrook trade, I guess, was different. It was a botch. But I think because of the system, LeBron needs the ball. Westbrook needs the ball. We know LeBron, of course, if it comes down to them two, LeBron does getting the ball. Westbrook is a guy who needs the ball in his hands and maybe he can dribble, do what he has to do, and kick out the shooters. That's what he does. And that's how he gets his triple doubles. That's why they put him on the bench now. But honestly, this roster is just not set up for anything. This roster is set up to get ready for the NBA draft. And Rob Palenka and whoever, and I feel sorry for Darvin Ham. Darvin Ham has did produce some good defense. They still haven't won a game, but the defense has been a lot better than last season. And he might be the scapegoat. Y'all might fire this man and put it all on him if you can't get rid of Westbrook. Westbrook is making so much money that teams are not willing to give up so much um, those high draft picks or multiple players just for Westbrook. They're not doing that. So that's why you stuck with him. Or you can easily pay him out. And I'm going to tell you, that's another thing. Like, Westbrook is in a winning situation. You can pay him out, trade him. He's still going to get his money. At the end of the day, Westbrook going to get his money regardless because he might not see another big contract like that. But if you pay him out, then he can go to a contending team. He may not start or whatever they may do, but he can go to a contending team. You can pay him, and then he goes somewhere and possibly end up in the NBA finals. But him and this, this team right here is just not a fit for him. The mental is gone. Rob Palenka, although I know he was Kobe Bryant's agent, but this GM thing ain't for him. He need he need to go. He need to go back to being an agent. Leave it at that. This GM thing is not for him. And this team right now is completely the way it's structured is not it. At the end of the day, it's time to rebuild those pieces you got rid of to get LeBron. You got your bubble championship. You got a championship. NBA Finals Cross. I'm gonna just say bubble. But you won a championship, so you did win. You got a championship. You're not getting another one. You're not getting another one. So you might as well go ahead and say, hey, we got our championship. We're cool with that. Cool. Let's let's go and try to rebuild and, and try to see what we can do to make this team be good for the for the foreseen future. For the foreseen future. That's what you need to be seeing. Because right now, it's not it. It's not it right now. And it's time to get rid of these teams. LeBron going to get what he wants regardless, whether he's there or whether he's not there. Um, AD stay hurt. Westbrook going to get his money, whether you want to give it to him, or if you send him home, whatever you do. He gonna get his 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 um his change is what we say. It's a lot of change, but he gonna get his change. So, raw thoughts. It's time to just clean house, genie bus, and start from scratch, and let's see what the Lakers can do in the foreseen future. That's my raw thoughts. I don't think they're gonna be go to state, Phoenix. Probably can't be Dallas. Ain't gonna probably be Denver. Hey, they probably ain't gonna beat the Clippers. So at this point, like, what are you competing for? Just for ticket sales? Cause that's all that's gonna be. And the ticket sales ain't gonna last long once this grumpiness come in. Players get hurt. They ain't gonna be saying multiple things like, "Can they do this? Can they have that? Can they be out? Can they sit down?" <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I, that was just a straight ramble, raw thoughts right there. But they, it's no telling what they're thinking in their mind. But at the end of the day, it's time to rebuild. Lakers are done. I think this team can separate and possibly guys on this team can go somewhere and help a contending team win a championship. But this team together is not it. That's my raw thoughts. Well, that's all for me. Raw thoughts right here. I hope you enjoyed this show. You know, subscribe to the YouTube channel, to the podcast on all podcast players. You know, shout out to Central Collections, ACC Sports, All-Star ACC Sports, and Phila Lampron uh, at PHP Eastern. Man, it was grateful. You know, check out these guys. Check out all their, their business accolades and things that they're doing right now and by the way shout out to monica rich she's been in like multiple magazines i call her big time because she is big time 
And, you know, Phillips out here doing a lot for the community and itself quietly behind the scenes. He's just not receiving funds. He's giving back. His funds don't come to him. It really does go back. And all-star ACC sports, Miss Jack can help anybody in the world. And that's what she does. And not, it's not even just about her business. It's about seeing people happy watching sports. And that's what we like to do. That's one of the few things, happy times we have in this country right now. And that's what we should have, you know, have our moment of happiness. With that being said, raw mind, raw thoughts is out. Eyes open and listen. This is Raw Mind Sports, another edition.